Hey girl, thank you so much for coming back to the podcast today. Long time, no recording, <laughs> but I'm glad to be back creating a lot of episodes ahead of time so that I can be posting them all throughout the fall and winter season. I am getting married in December, so I feel like the busyness of life is starting to wrap up and I find that I have a little bit more time to be more regular on this podcast. And so I hope that the next several episodes are really encouraging to you. I hope that you love it and they're just different topics that have been on my heart and I want to share with you today. As far as just a fun God's Got You moment, at the time of this recording, it is October 23rd. I originally was going to be having my bridal shower this weekend, but a lot of my family members got sick, so that was unfortunate, but we did plan a little last-minute pizza party with friends last night, and that was so fun just to all have fellowship together and have a fun community. We made pizza and watched a movie, so that was awesome. I'm that type of person that I love planning out events ahead of time, but I also love the spontaneous aspect of just planning something and seeing who could come. And I'd say that is my God's Got You moment of the week. But for the topic of today's episode, it's all about Christian meditation. And one of my younger cousins had this episode request, and I've been wanting to do this episode for so long, and I've finally been able to do a lot of research on it, create the episode. So it's going to be in the beginning talking about what Christian meditation is and why we should practice it. And the second part of the podcast episode will be a brief Christian meditation where I will just share some of my favorite Girl God's Got You Bible verses with some nice calming music so that if you want to try Christian meditation, there will be a meditation aspect in this podcast episode. Now, just as a disclaimer, I am definitely not trained in any meditation. I've never taken a class, uh, so don't take the meditation that I create as something super professional. It's just some of my favorite verses with music in the background just to make it nice and calming and soothing and recharging. So I hope that it is that for you. But before we dive into that, I want to dive into some fun segments. As I've been doing more podcast episodes and doing a lot more prepping, I've been going back and forth of what intro segments to have in this upcoming season of Girl God's Got You. And I really want to do a verse of the week and a quote of the week at the beginning. We've done journal prompts, we've done songs of the week, we've done favorites. Of course, we have the Girl God's Got You moment. But for the next several episodes, we're going to be sharing a verse of the week and a quote of the week. Now, the verse of the week is one that I've been concentrating a lot recently with everything going on in life with work. I'm a financial advisor, and as you know, there's a lot going on in the world, so uh, that could cause, you know, some worry or stress. And then I'm also planning a wedding, which I'm so grateful for. But as you know, as the time gets closer and closer to the special day, there's so much to do. And I've been just trying to work on different projects. So I find that with the fullness of life, it's very easy to get super stressed. And that's one of the biggest things I've been working on pretty much my whole adult life. But especially now is I want to learn how to manage my stress well with the full life, being patient and calm, but also getting things done. And I have one of my favorite verses I want to share. I've shared it many times on this podcast, but it's Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7. And it really just is the solution for when you're feeling stressed out or worried, whether it's emotional stress, whether it's just busyness of life, whether it's sadness, or maybe you're feeling a little bit on the anxious side, whatever it is, this 
verse just lays out what to do. So it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And this has been helping me so much in this time when I'm feeling overly stressed or worried. I just say, God, I give this to you. Tell me how to share the words I want if I'm going to talk to someone about something stressful or maybe if I'm planning a work event and I want clients to come. I say, God, whoever you want to come to this work event, please have them come. And every time I give a worry to God, big or small, I just feel so much better because I know he will speak through me. He will work through me. He will bring specific people in my life that need to be there because he's a good father and he provides. And even though I still get a little stressed out, I know that as long as I do the right thing and work hard, God will provide. And so this verse is so helpful in any stage of life. And I really wanted to share it as we go into the meditation aspect of this podcast episode. So now my quote of the week is a quote by George Oden. I found it on Google, but I saw it and I thought, that's going to go in the podcast episode. So it says, to meditate on scripture is to allow the truth of God's word to move from head to heart. It is to so dwell upon a truth that it becomes part of our being. And how amazing would it be if we are meditating on God's word, we're learning about it, we're letting it recharge us so much to the point that his truth becomes part of our being. How much more would our self-confidence improve? How much more would our perception of ourselves improve? How much more would we be able to be filled up to go out and love others and be there for other people? I love how this says, when you meditate upon a truth, it becomes part of your being. And that's really the goal, I think, of Christian meditation, to be able to meditate on scripture, on God's truth, so that it just comes up in your head throughout the day. It's, I think, very similar to Christian scripture memorization, but in this way, it just sets you up and has those truths deep inside of you to push you along the day in the hard parts of the day and the good parts of the day. So without further ado, I really want to dive into the podcast episode now, all about the background of Christian meditation. So in my research, learning more and more about Christian meditation, I found a great article on JustDisciple.com. It's an article by Madeline Pina. And she said that Christian meditation is a very hotly debated subject in our culture currently. Meditation is becoming widely more popular amongst those who consider themselves spiritual and amongst those who consider themselves not even slightly religious at all. People are adapting to the new societal norm of meditation. For Christianity, however, meditation shouldn't be something new. Meditation has been a part of the Bible since the book of Genesis. And then the author dives into the history of meditation, and she answers one question right at the beginning of the article that says, what is Christian meditation? She defines Christian meditation as the act of filling one's mind with scripture and dwelling on God and all that he offers to humanity. While the word meditation in the Bible has three separate definitions, it can be summarized. It means to mutter, speak, and ponder to oneself the words of scripture so that we're constantly meditating on what God has spoken to us. This produces not only the knowledge of the Bible, but also the heart transformation. And I think that's so key with the meditation aspect is you know more about the Bible, but your heart is transforming too, which I think is such a beautiful aspect of our faith and the beauty of reading God's word. So if Christian meditation is so important and helpful, how can we put it in our daily lives? 
Well, there's another article I found from the Gospel Coalition. The author is Peter Adam, and he was sharing some great ideas of how we could actually do biblical meditation today. So we could do it by reading God's Word, and so it would be focusing on both our mind and our heart. And he shares that you could use the same passage of the Bible for your reading every day for a week and then soak yourself in it. Or you can memorize a key verse from the reading and repeat it to yourself as often as you can each day. So that's picking at a specific chapter of the Bible or a specific verse and constantly reading it and thinking about it. You could also turn the words of the Bible reading and the Bible verse into a prayer, which I think this is so fun and I would love to do that. Peter also goes into the article and shares that we could meditate with our eyes. So that's another place that he broke down. First, it was with your heart and your mind. Now it's with your eyes. And he said, put the Bible passage or verse that you picked out for the week on your screensaver. He said you could print out copies of it and then put those on the doors of your bedroom, bathroom, study, office, kitchen, fridge, sink, dining table, or in your car. And he also said you could put a copy at the front of your calendar. So seeing the verse all around you in your everyday life. He also mentioned you could perhaps send a daily email or text message to yourself with the verse on it. I thought that was quite fascinating. And there's this really great app. I'll have to find it. And it was, I'll link it in the show notes below, but it's an app where you could put affirmations inside the app and then throughout the day, it'll text you those affirmations. So perhaps you could write down your Bible verse in that app or your handful of Bible verses, and then have them text you to yourself each day. So I will try to remember the name of the app and put it in the show notes for you guys. I'll make a note for that right now so I don't forget. And then the next part of the article he dives into is how to meditate with your lips to yourself, so how to speak to yourself. He said to say the Bible verse out loud to yourself as often as you think of it, so it's on your lips and in your ears as well as in your mind. He also mentioned that you could put the Bible verse to music and sing it to yourself, which I thought was interesting. Or whenever you take exercise or travel, meditate on the verse, say it out loud. And the next part of this podcast will be kind of similar to this point in the fact that I'll have many Bible verses that I'll be reading with music in the background to make it calming, kind of like a Christian meditation podcast or a simple meditation app. And so this point that he's sharing kind of applies to the next part of the podcast episode. But he also said that you can meditate with your lips and your words to others. So tell family and friends and anyone you meet about these this Bible verse which you're meditating on, and then encourage them with this message. It's a good chance that whatever you need to meditate on will also help others since we go through so many of the same things and it'll be a ministry to them. He also said that in this way, you'll have the words on your lips and in your ears. And as you say them to others and encourage them to receive them, you will reinforce them to yourself. And that also kind of goes to the fact of when you teach some someone a certain topic, you learn it better. I think that definitely also applies to scripture. If you're sharing a scripture with someone or if you're explaining a biblical story or some context, it helps you understand it better too. And I love that point. So I am going to be having my meditation scripture for the next couple of weeks to be that Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 through 7. And I'm going to be meditating on that in some of these different ways as well as sharing it with other people. So that's my challenge to myself and I challenge you guys to do that as well. And then the last part of meditation that he talked about is in your ears from the lips of others. So he was sharing to ask family and friends to remind you of the Bible truth you want to absorb and have the words in your ears. And so he mentioned that you could get a whiteboard from your kitchen, write the Bible verse on it, and talk about it with your family at each meal for seven days. 
do corporate biblical meditation just like in Deuteronomy. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about about Deuteronomy. I should probably do more studies on Deuteronomy because I don't know much about that Bible, book of the Bible. But I do like the idea of putting the Bible verse on a whiteboard. I think that'd be a great idea for one day when I have kiddos to do that. That'd be awesome. And so those are some of the tips that the article from the Gospel Coalition by Peter Adam shared. What a great article. I will link both the articles I just mentioned in the show notes below if you want to check it out. But I think that doing all these little ways of Christian meditation is so helpful because as you know, it's the small habits that build up. And as long as you have God at the forefront of your mind, thinking about his truths or specific Bible verses, I think that just makes your day so much better and you're able to live your purpose better because you're aligned with your creator. And there are a couple Bible verses I want to mention that talk about meditation. Psalm 19:14 says, "Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer." Another verse from Psalm, Psalm 119:15 says, "I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways." Philippians 4:8 says, "Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things." And to me, what is more true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, and commendable and excellent than God's word? So that's something we should be thinking about. Something that has all those characteristics is God's word. I think that's a huge reason we should meditate meditate on it. So I would love to hear your thoughts on Christian meditation. Do you practice Christian meditation? How do you meditate on it? Do you write it down? Do you read about it? Do you speak it to other people? Do you have it as that screensaver on your phone? Do you write the Bible verse on your mirror or stick it on a piece of paper and have it on your computer? How do you meditate on scripture? And if you're not meditating right now, how do you want to start? And so now we're going to be diving into the portion of the podcast episode where I will try my hand at a Christian meditation that I will lead. Just reading some of my favorite uplifting Bible verses. I hope that it's calming. I hope that it's recharging. In the show notes, I will add the specific time marker of when this Christian meditation does start. So if you're just driving in the car or you're doing your Bible study and you want to listen to this once in a while, you'll be able to know exactly what part of the episode that the meditation will start. All right, let's dive into the Christian meditation for this podcast episode. Ephesians 2, 19-20 For through the law I died to the law, so that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Psalm 37, 3-4 Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Titus 3.5 He saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, 
but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. Romans 6.4 We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Ephesians 2.10 For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, for which God prepared in advance for us to do. John 1.12 But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. 1 John 5.11-13 And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. Psalm 139 verse 1, I have searched you, and I know you. 2 Corinthians 10.4 the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they are divine power to demolish strongholds. 2 Corinthians 10.5 We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Ephesians 3.16-20 I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Son in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him, who was able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Psalm 25, 5 Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Philippians 4, 6-7 Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petitions, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5, 21 For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. 2 Peter 1.3-9 His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life, through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. 
For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hebrews 11.1 1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Matthew 7.24-27 Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who's built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell. And great was the fall of it. 1 Corinthians 15:57. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord. John 14:27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I hope you all enjoyed this Christian meditation. I hope that it recharges you, it calms you down, it brings you peace, and help us always remember that meditating on God's word is one of the best instructors. It is the best therapy and counseling. It offers so much peace. It could strengthen you, it could recharge you, and I really hope this meditation helped you. I can't wait to speak to you in the next podcast episode, and never forget that girl, God's got you.